this thing on? <laughs> so we did a thing. We did. Uh, we did a thing. So for those that don't know us, my name's Mac in here with Stock, of course. Um, hopefully at this point, you've checked out one of our Instagram lives, which we've been doing for, God, I feel like six months now. We've been doing Instagram it, lives now. Has it been six months already? If it's been six like months, that's crazy, but it's fine. <laughs> it feels like it's been a while. We've been doing that for a while. So I think coming into this whole podcast thing, we kind of went a different approach. We we had no expectations to get to this point. And I think it was something where we kind of just knew each other from Instagram and enjoyed a lot of the same stuff and said, hey, man, we should do content together. And I think that was six months ago. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, if it was six months ago, it's great. It doesn't it doesn't feel that long, but it also feels that long, if that makes any sense whatsoever. But yeah, I don't think that uh, if you had told me in the beginning that uh, we'd have been doing this for X amount of time and then you guys might transition into a podcast. I would have been like, you're crazy. I, I just want to do a, an Instagram live occasionally and talk about cards. But uh, thanks to some people that were very nice to us and told us really nice things about our Instagram live. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. And I think I realized as we were kind of doing this that we kind of hopped in so quickly that we never really told our stories and we never really explained like how we got here why we do it for sure and i realized yeah. people maybe just don't even know us that well maybe they do, maybe they don't. <laughs> yeah right for for better or for worse but uh yeah let's what so you uh i think we both have somewhat similar stories but uh you start mac what how, how did you how did you get back into the hobby or how did you if you were in it the whole time and then just kind of dabbling how did you get further into the hobby yeah, no, for sure. The I, it is funny because I do feel like ninety percent of us that got back into the hobby over the past few years have very similar stories. Like, oh, I found the cards and started looking them up, and here we go. Um, but no, I I think we do have unique stories. I think everyone's story is a little bit unique. Uh, I was collecting back in the eighties and nineties because I had a good buddy of mine, uh, George, who he he had a family friend that like kept giving him cards, and so like as he was my best friend growing up, I was just around it. And so I got exposed to it. And that's why I'm big into nineties NBA. That's just kind of what was going on when I was collecting as a kid and was doing a lot of like buying, selling, trading, and then, you know, life happens, you kind of get away from it. But I went through a, a kind of, uh, breakup two years ago out of a long relationship and was like, as that relationship was kind of you know, on its, on its way out, you know, it's a tough time to go through. And it's so funny because I've heard from a lot of people who are like going through breakups or divorces or, you know, some kind of major life event. I think you look for some kind of escape almost. And for me, I kind of had a combination of a relationship ending with some really tough things going on in my career and other stuff actually going in my personal life too. And uh, yeah, that's my cat behind me, by the way. <laughs> um, and Hello, my Katie. mom just happened to find my cards in the garage. And it was one of those things. I think I was, my job had become my hobby, which I think is a really dangerous path to go down. Um, and it was something that I kind of found or rediscovered cards at the right time where I needed something like that. So for me, I think people always wonder like, why is Mac just going through boxes and digging through boxes and dollar bins and all this? Because like for me, it's like therapeutic for me. Like I, it's a very different reason I do what I do. And it's because it's the way my brain works. And so I like it's a very calming thing for me to just go through a box for for an hour. So, um, yeah, that's and so like now we kind of look at where we are. You know, I started this Instagram account because I was trying to just like 
dabble and have a way to sell cards off eBay. And um, yeah, it's funny how things have kind of gone over the past 18 months where, you know, I start connecting with people like you through Instagram and all of a sudden this account that was very much just like a way, another way for me to sell cards is like become a pretty big aspect of my life and a big aspect of my social circle. So it's kind of interesting how it's like become this whole thing. And so, you know, I think you and I now very much consider ourselves hobby content creators when we probably didn't set out to be that way. I don't know. I don't want to turn it over to you and kind of get your part, but yeah, I mean, uh, for me, uh, it's similar, but different. I think we, uh, we've talked about this before in the live, our differences, especially when it comes to how we collect and how we build our, uh, our PCs and whatnot are, are very, very different. Um, but still in the same world. Yeah. So for me, I got back into it during COVID. Um, there was just less time for me. I mean, more time for me to do whatever I kind of wanted at the time. So I was like, all right, great. Uh, my son wasn't born yet in 2020 so i was just going through his free time yeah i think you know the first box that i actually bought i was just looking at stuff online and i was like oh old you know 90s basketball is like nba hoops 1990 for me i was just more like looking for these cool pop culture cards so like mark jackson card with like the mendez brothers in the in the background and like that's what I was searching for because I was reading online that they could sell for a decent amount. And I was like, oh, if you find it, it's cool. And I could possibly resell it. Um, so that's what kind of got me into it. And then I rolled into trying to find like, what would that be? Four or five years into his career, Jordan cards. Because uh, at that time was when Jordan was spiking. So if you were finding any Jordan cards, if you were trying to buy any Jordan cards of his rookie year or close to you were spending way too much money so i was like oh, i'll find these other ones and um but then it just grew from there it just kind of fell into this world of like oh there's baseball there's football there's these modern cards that look really cool and these players that i really have like fell in love with because i'm playing fantasy football and all this crazy stuff so from there it, it evolved into this well i can post these things on instagram and start a new handle and that would be kind of fun and and then it evolved into like what you just said like Oh, I'm just posting reels now and doing all this stuff. And the more hilarious thing out of all this is I, for those of you that don't know, I am an actor by my day job. Like, so I'm in front of a camera, I do commercials, TV, film, but I never wanted to do reels for like my own personal thing on Instagram. And now I'm like totally fine with like, oh, stock and trade, I'll do reels twice a day and it'll be great. Um, so it has evolved into this whole content create quote unquote content creator and meeting, you know, awesome people like Mac and, and other people online, which has been really cool. So, but I think we can both agree that, you know, through our journey to where we're at now, I think the community has been the most surprising to me in regards to how much I enjoy it, even though we are all very different from each other, from one person to the next, I think we all have this crazy strong common ground which makes it really really fun and addicting it's it's funny you say that because i think about how much now of my like i probably talk to you about as much as i talk to you know most of my close friends here here (laughs) locally and i i I think it is cliche but it is so true though it's it's all about it's all about the relationships in this game and it's you know even if you're just a collector collecting largely by yourself in your house you just go to your lcs or online like it the relationships are still so critical. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's very critical. And there's just so many personalities in the hobby that it's just it's just really fun. And like you said, I think we, you know, through social media, I think a lot of us live in some sort of echo chamber, no matter what. Um, so we're always going to gravitate and stick to around people that have similar interests for the most part. But uh, this interest is just fun. It's just it's so fun for me. And it's so nostalgic, which is a huge part of human nature of why we gravitate towards things in general as we grow up, whether it's food, music, you know, movies. And this is just was a huge part of my childhood. And to be able to do it now, I'm just a big kid anyway. So this is this is this is why it's been so fun for me. It's it's so funny you say that because I feel like a lot of people when they get back to the hobby, it always starts with sports. I feel like sports cards are the gateway drug. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, there's Marvel cards or oh, oh wait, there's Nintendo cards. Wait a second. And I was just joking before, before we hopped on this of like, I'm getting really big into Marvel cards now. Like the alert set just is awesome to me. So I've just been like looking up on eBay constantly. So it's just, yeah, I, I think it really is. And I, I do think sports are kind of the gateway. And then once people realize you can collect anything, I mean, they've created cards for anything at this point. Yeah. I mean, especially during the COVID boom, I mean, there was just like anything that they could print, like they possibly figured could make money. They just printed or reprinted and whatnot. And that was the same way. I think I was really into sports as a kid. I played baseball. I loved baseball cards more than anything else. Basketball was second, but then I really got into Marvel cards as a kid as well. Like the first series Marvel that came out in the nineties, I had, the whole set plus some, you know, in a binder that I wish I had now to this day. Um, so it's just that type of stuff, comics, the Marvel movies. Now it just, it's this whole universe that this is why this is so interesting to me. And I can't imagine that I'll ever just like stop doing it. I, I was thinking about the other day. I was like, is there a world in which I just one day say this is too much? Cause I, I mean, you, you do have to think about, there is a lot of balancing family and it's, it's a lot of time on my phone. Cause with my phone, I'm eBay, Instagram, you know, on top of everything else that we do. And it, it is a good question. Like, are we so immersed into it at this point? Are we, we're stuck in here? This Listen, is it. this is life. It is a balancing act beyond balancing acts with two kids and a wife and another job and trying to do this, which could technically be a full-time job if I wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, I think about that all the time too. Like, is there a world that I'm just going to wake up one day and be like, I really don't want to post on Instagram anymore, you know, or, you know, I, I, I really don't want to sell as many cards as I'm selling on eBay on a daily basis anymore. (laughs) So, but even if that happens, I feel like I'll never stop collecting. So it'll just be an interesting evolution, I guess, or de-evolution, depending on if I leave things behind, Mm -hmm. you know, but this is uh this was why this was kind of a fun and interesting thing for me to want to dive into with you was like, well, if for some reason I stop posting reels and stop posting things on stories on Instagram and TikToks and all this stuff, like this is still an amazing thing for me to be able to do and fun to have chats with people, you know, all over the hobby. And I and I think that kind of is a good segue into like, besides like what, you know, what got us into this, but like what we're doing with this podcast like my i think our agreed goal was like we just didn't want to do people that are doing interview people that are doing what we're doing you know it's like yes i want to interview other content creators occasionally just to get ideas and where their backgrounds are from and things like that but you know why what what do you hope to get out of this in regards to the podcast Mac, what do you what do you hope I, I think pull? one thing I've always appreciated about you and I think you and I share this is there's so many places you can go that just kind of 
repost hobby news. You know, it's that kind of recycled content over and over again where, you know, someone posts something and other people just post about it. But I think you and I both have a little bit, um, and maybe I didn't even realize this about myself, or like more like theatrical aspects of it. Like I think we're appreciating and enjoying it a little bit more of what's going on in the hobby, maybe a different yeah. take. Um, but I think with, so I think we bring a little bit of a different style to it, but I think also too with this, as we talked about, we've met so many people across the hobby doing different things that I think the hope here is, can we, can we kind of give voice, you know, help echo those voices that are kind of going around in the hobby. Um, and you know, we have a little bit of followings, not big ones by any means, but I think anything we can do to kind of help boost others, you know, people are doing some really awesome things and we get, give a chance at shows to kind of meet them and interact with them and, Hey, if we can all kind of band together and be helping each other grow, I mean, I think it's a win for everybody. Yeah, I agree. You know, so it, it, not to get too deep into the weeds and things like that, but like the, I'm very interested in doing this in the regards to like, I've always been interested in other people's stories. I was, I got into sales really at a young age after sports didn't work out and didn't finish college and things. And I always found that I was good at sales because I liked listening to people's stories. Like it was just always very interesting to me. And what stuck with me as a kid is someone once told me, we were like, I forget who it was. And I don't know why I forget, but we were like watching a bunch of cars driving by. And they were like, it's really interesting to think that there's at least one person in every one of these hundreds and thousands of cars that'll pass by. And in each one of those cars is a lifetime of a story. It's just, and so that always stuck with me because I'm like, each person that we can interview on this has a story. And it's going to be totally different than like our own story and why we're here. And that's more interesting to me than just, you know, what they're currently doing in the hobby, which is obviously going to be a big part of this. But it's also like, okay, like we talked about just now, like what brought you here? Like, what about your, what were you doing previous? Like, you know, what about your childhood? Like, why do you like this? You know, and it's, hey uh, man, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think it's going to be a fun and interesting uh uh road here and we can hopefully get some some uh some people that'll you know want to chat with us on a regular basis i i do think it is kind of interesting as i think about it because i feel like there's several different buckets i feel like some people either grew up in the hobby meaning they had friends and family that kind of exposed them young and and they just were like in a big sports household and that they've been in it ever since that was just the world they knew um and then there's kind of the other bucket that i think a lot of us fall into which is we got away from it and then something brought us back. And I think talking to your point of everyone has a story, I tend to find there are a lot of kind of common themes that there is an element of escape that kind of brought us back to this of so some kind of maybe trauma or some, something that happened. I'm not trying to overdramatic being, yeah, for sure. but I think it's, I think it's also really interesting as you think about story that there is a kind of a common thread that does seem to kind of tie a lot of us together that have kind of gotten back into it the past five years. Yeah, for sure. I think there's going to be, you know, I think the, the one I keep going back to, it, but the one, you know, not common thread of our past, but common thread of the present is COVID. You know, I mean, uh, for to think back, we've, we've I think we've all like brushed it aside because it's been three plus years now. But like to think of the whole idea of like the world shut down for a period of time, like that isn't like an overblown like hyperbole. That's like, no, no, no the world shut down for a period of time and you just had to figure out things to take up your time, you know? And I think that a lot of us hopefully pulled some, something good out of it as well as all the bad. I know a lot of people had some financial issues and things like that, but I think a lot of us also figured out 
what we really like we really just wanted to spend time doing things we enjoyed like oh i have more time this is what it's like to do things that i enjoy to do oh cool and hopefully are now you know injecting that into their daily lives and routines that they had we all had to get back to because we have to live you know it's funny you say that because I'm even thinking about the past couple of years of like how much even my hobby experience has changed over the past couple of years from the like end of COVID of uh, end of COVID to now because so much of it when I first started out was I think part of my excitement was that we're no longer just having to flip through Beckett magazines to figure out prices of stuff and then when I figured that I was like oh my god that's when like the hobby got super exciting to me as like just the ease of that of that uh, pricing but. You know, when I first got back in the hobby, because it was during COVID, it was such like an ice, I don't want to say isolating experience because they're obviously you're collaborating with people online, but they weren't, we weren't going to card shows. I mean, that was, and that was such a different chapter in my hobby adventure. That is a much more recent part that, um, it just gets me excited as I've started going to bigger shows, like where that goes over the next year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, think about it. Like I'm the same way. Like I hadn't been to a card show at all in my life so i went to my first card show when i was 41 years old like there you go there you <laughs> how, go how uh how funny is that you know type thing but yeah and i also think you know interesting thing i don't know what your take on this would be is like so us not really doing it through the junk wax time we were, we were kids when the junk wax was happening but then it like grew and and grew for years where there was really you know the hobby was just a hobby for so long and then maybe a year or two prior to COVID, then it really blew up. But I feel like there's not being in that world previous to that is almost like an ignorance is bliss type thing. Cause I do run across people that are very jaded because of all the nonsense that happened prior. And then more nonsense happened because the numbers just skyrocketed for a lot of cards that were like just worthless at for one, for just about a period of time. And what are those things number you see like, Michael Jordan autos or patches, serial numbered game worn patches were selling for like a hundred to three hundred dollars. Like autos were selling for like five hundred to a thousand, you know, things like that. And now, if you pull a Michael Jordan auto, it's just you know, it's a down payment on a bananas. House. And so I, it's, it's funny you say that. I know, uh, know at least one person who's told me that they who's been a long time collector that that's kind of how they went into this full time is they did so well through COVID because all their collections just blew up in value that that allowed them to kind of cash out and and really make it a full time thing. So I can't I'm kind of glad I got into it when I did, though, because I feel like I probably would have put myself in some financial pressure if I had been like playing in this world. I would have been like so excited about chasing like. The, the dollars were so crazy at that point. I just feel like I'm glad I kind of got in when I did. This is why I know it would have been a terrible thing is because like currently now I'm very much the person that will go searching through his boxes because a player is has jumped in price to sell it immediately unless it's like some PC of mine. So I can't imagine having a full collection that all of your cards were basically that. Like <laughs> that just means that every almost every single card as long as you weren't just like having a bunch of like base cards even then sometimes we're just all of a sudden you know 10xing in overall price so it's like walk into target grab a box walk out sell it online for 3x or you know it's crazy it was a crazy time you know it was a crazy wild west time and uh, hopefully it never happens again. Cause that means we'll be in another pandemic. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I do like the fact that you can actually buy things at reasonable prices now. And I feel like we're kind of in more of like a, the we're past that huge spike. And I think we're now more of like, you know, the ebbs and flows of typical kind of hobby life, but, um, yeah, yeah I, I don't want to spend, you know, 
hundreds of dollars on a card that should only cost me 50 bucks. So everything is perspective, I feel like. And I know a lot of people get are very like saddened and like the hobby is dead type thing because those numbers just don't exist anymore that were like two or three years ago. But like the thing is, is so I worked in the real estate industry for like seven years and we had a time in the real estate industry where it was, you could just, you know, you could sell a house, you could, you know, have someone refinance a loan, you know, at the drop of a hat, because it was just no big deal. And you could make a good amount of money doing it. And then the market crashed. And then that just didn't exist anymore. It existed in a sense, because you could still have a market, but it just wasn't happening for you to make a lot of money doing it on a regular basis. So like my perspective on that is kind of, I guess, similar to what people's perspectives might be on the in the hobby now with cards, whereas, you know, what do you mean, I can't sell my PSA nine Zion base card for anymore. What do you mean it's worth a dollar? I still see it. There's a guy at one of our local card shows that every time I go in there, he's got awesome stuff, but all of his stuff is like five X comps. And I'm like, I know, I know the story here. I know what's going on. And I just like, it's cool stuff, but it's just, you know, probably still trying to find a way to make it back. (laughs) It's just really funny, but yeah. So I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited that we're doing this. I think it, we both went back and forth for a while, whether this was going to be uh, something that we were going to do or not going to do. And uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's kind of funny. I wonder how many people have reluctantly started podcasts. <laughs> I feel like a lot, <laughs> but I think this is where like for us, you know, to your point, the feedback we've received and shout out to everybody that's been following us and engages with us on Instagram and, Cause we're kind of weird and I get it, but um, the, I, so many people have said, Hey, I want to be able to, you know, listen to this on my own time when I'm driving to work or whatever it is. And I, I agree. I think Instagram live is great as a starting point, yeah. but it is not a very easy way to consume content. No, I think we talked about it before. It's, it's, uh, it's very hard because you can't like, it's not an easy listening situation. You have to go onto Instagram. You have to put somebody on like then you have to like you can listen to it in the background i guess of some stuff i've had friends that have listened to our instagram lives once we post it and they say it's kind of like we list i listen but it's background because it's a video and i you know I either have to scrub through it or you know do whatever but uh yeah i think uh to go back to your question i think a lot of people reluctantly do it and i think we figured out that a lot of people probably try because it took us a while to figure out our name. <laughs> so yeah, branding's tough. Branding's hard. Branding's branding's so hard. Uh, you want to talk about the name a little bit? Yeah, why not? Um, yeah. So unboxing the hobby. I think you know we came across it. We 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 brainstormed for for a while on it. We chat GPT'd it. Um, but then we came up with this one, and I, I like the idea. And you can obviously chime in because it not only talked about. It obviously when you're in the hobby, you know that you're ripping boxes. So we're unbox you're unboxing things in the hobby all the time. But I think it also for us that we like the idea of uh, we're also unboxing, you know, these people's stories and other, you know, maybe tidbits of information that you may or may not know by listening to the podcast. Uh, so it's uh, we get, you know, we get a double meaning there, which was which was interesting to me. What about you? Yeah, no, I, I think that's an important piece. And I think what we wanted to make sure, as I touched on earlier, like we don't want to just regurgitate hobby news. And I yeah. think, you know, of course, I'm not going to say we don't ever post like what's going on in the hobby for sure. Um, but I think we did want this to be more collaborative. And I think that's where unboxing was just such a fitting name for what we're trying to do. And I think 
kind of uncovering people's stories and, you know, probably uncovering new, new people and connections as we're kind of out there. Um, thank God we finally gotten you to shows in your forties, you know, <laughs> but I think there's just so, you know, like I said, we've, we've met so many great people doing this and just through Instagram. It's funny. Cause I feel like really close with like you and some other guys. And it's like, you know, my fiance thinks I'm crazy because I'll just like be talking to you or somebody else like all hours of the night. Um, it's like, no, we're just looking at, you know, pieces of paper with dudes on them. That's all we're doing. Um, <laughs> all I'm doing. But no, I, I think this aligns so well with kind of the focus. And uh, so hopefully what you're going to see in the coming episodes is having other collectors on here doing interesting things, doing probably different things, as you mentioned, than what we do. And to your point, you and I do things differently. I mean, yeah. I think you are, to me, I think you are just like incredible with some of your content. I, well, you're being an actor, I, you know, <laughs> I also think you're crazy to think you would ever just stop doing this because I think it's kind of in your blood yeah. to do this type of content. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, that's very nice. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoy it. It's just it is what it is at this point. Like people like look at me and they they bring it up sometimes friends and family like it, like it's almost supposed to be like embarrassing. I'm like, you remember what I do for a living, right? Like, Wait, I have so your friends and family followed this account. Some of them did. Yeah. So I don't my I, friends and family don't know. I have not. I've kind oh, of kept really? this account secret. Only one of my friends has come across it. And he was like, is this you? And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. Do yourself. I made them the whether it's mistake or positive move of like posting one of my reels on my story of my personal Instagram account. And it was hilarious. Like, you know, a bunch of people jumped on and it's enjoyable, man. I think what we do is like you as well. Like I, the transition of your content has been great to see just because most of the time it was you posting a video of a card and you would either talk about it or you won't, or you'd show it off. And now it's, uh, now it's full blown, you know, comedy and, and theatrics Acting. and stuff like that, which is, I tell everyone the same thing, man, it's not rocket science, what I do for a living. So just have fun with it. <laughs> I think you're brainwashing people. I think that's what's happening. Uh, yeah. It's, it is funny. I was looking back at my, uh, at my profile the other day, cause I was like cleaning up the, the feed and it was, I was like looking at that evolution. I was like, God, hang out stock way too much. It's way too much. It happens. Pretty soon you'll have branding on your head and chest. <laughs> you do have an incredible get up right now between the t-shirt and the hat. Right. I figured, well, why not double it up? Um, uh, but yeah. Um, all right. You've listened to us ramble. We appreciate you uh, if you are listening and uh, future listeners. But uh, yeah, I'm just really happy and excited to do this. How about you? We got, got anything else to say before we sign off? I think, let you know, make sure if you haven't, give us a follow on Instagram, just individually, stock and trade, and then Mac underscore card collection. You can tell which of the two of us had a little bit more uh, forward thought to what this could become. I was just like, hey, this is my account for putting cards up online. So Mac underscore card collection. But the um, I think make sure too, if you know, if you have thoughts, feedback, guests that you think we should talk to, let us know. I think that's where we want this to continue to be very collaborative. Uh, I don't want to say this is the end of Instagram lives for us because I still feel like there's a world in which you and I like ripping stuff live in front of people. Um, but maybe it just changes the types of lives we're doing. Yeah, no, for sure. We'll definitely, you know, we'll probably just do an Instagram live just to announce this at some point. So uh, this will be out soon. But yeah, really ex excited to get uh, unboxing the hobby with uh, Mac and Stock out there. All right, buddy. Talk okay, to you soon. Guys.